Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I'll be reviewing 1995's Toy Story. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 112 of I Watch This As An Adult Movie Reviews. I am your host, Mikel Ford, and today we're going to be talking about the 1995 movie Toy Story, the animated classic Toy Story. But before we get into that, as always, we have to get into things I watched this week. First off, uh, this isn't on the uh, this isn't on the uh, on the agenda on my on my agenda in my notes today. Uh, I've been binge watching a uh, a show on HBO Max called Southside. Uh, it's a show about it's kind of a sitcom. It's not a, uh, it's not like one of those uh, multi camera sitcoms. It's a single camera sitcom. Uh, about just pretty much about life in South Side Chicago. They somehow made a comedy out of that. <laughs> and it's really funny. It's really, really funny. I like it. I would just, I would just, I just wanted to mention it. You know, uh, go check it out. It's on two seasons. I'm almost done with season one. Probably after this. Probably after I'm done with this podcast. Like, you know, putting it to putting this podcast together and putting it out there for you guys to listen to. I'm probably gonna go back and uh binge watch the rest of the season, binge watch season two. Cause I, I think I only have like one episode left in season one. So I'm gonna binge watch uh season two probably uh later tonight, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Maybe after I finish uh Maybe after I finish, cause I still gotta finish uh, Winning Time, which is, which is also a show I'm watching. Watching Winning Time also, uh, but I'll probably I'm probably gonna finish Southside, cause like the, the episodes are like 30 minutes. You know, it's 30 minutes. You know, they're not that long. You could binge watch them. You know, but check it out. Hilarious show. Check out Southside on uh, HBO Max. Um. Um. Let's talk about let's talk about the stuff I do have on the agenda right now. Uh, let's talk about this Black Adam trailer. The Black Adam trailer is out now. Which can you really call that a trailer? You know, is that a? T- I would really call that like a teaser. I think they they did have a tease before that. They released a little bit of footage of Black Adam. I think like what last year? I think that was a year ago now. That they released, they released a little bit of footage of Black Adam, like the first, I don't know if they say like, they released like the first five minutes of Black Adam or something like that, it was, because uh, they showed some footage of Black Adam at the uh, DC fandom, I think the DC fandom was last year, was it, I don't know, time is a concept to me, I don't know, but, uh, you know, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, I remember them releasing some footage, and now they, they released a trailer, which I kind of considered... I kind of consider this a teaser trailer, really. Um, looks looks good. You know, The Rock looks good as Black Adam. Dwayne Johnson, sorry. Uh, I still know him as The Rock, as a wrestling fan. But, uh, but yeah, he looks good as uh, Black Adam. You know, like, they gave him, they gave him the little, they gave him the little pointy ears and everything. 
you know, so like that was that that's pretty cool. Uh, but I was just just looking at the just looking at the uh, trailer, just looking at the trailer. Uh, it's, they're not they're not really showing you much, which I like. I like that they're not really showing you a lot with a lot of what's going on in the movie. You know, I like that. So, um, so like it's really like I said, really looks like a really looks like a teaser teaser trailer, a teaser trailer to me more than more than a trailer. And because they show you they show you Black Adam, they kind of like they kind of give you like a little a little origin of where he comes from. They give you that. They give you an origin of where he comes from. They give you, um, uh, cause like he's talking about, oh, I was a slave and, uh, my son, my son sacrificed himself to, uh, sacrificed himself to save me and all this, and all this stuff. And, um, excuse me, uh, <laughs> excuse all this, all this noise. A lot of things going on today. Um, and I don't live alone, so like there's a lot of things going on. So excuse that, excuse all that noise. <laughs> but um, Black Ad- but like back to the Black Adam trailer, back to the Black Adam trailer. But um, it's doing that. But like they got uh, we got other characters in this uh, trailer too, because you get Hawkman, you get uh, is this the Adam or Adam Smasher? Because there's two. DC is confusing like that, you know. DC confusing because they be having like. The same character, some of the same characters. They be having like offshoots of these characters, you know, because you got, because you got all the supers, you got all the Green Lanterns. There's there's a bunch of Flash ripoffs, <laughs> you know, like a uh, bunch of Bat ripoffs, you know, like you got Earth Two Batman, Earth Forty Five Batman, and all that shit. <laughs> You got Flash and Reverse Flash and Kid Flash and Impulse and uh, what's the girl? What's the girl Flash? I forgot her goddamn name. Uh, X XS. You got her. You got uh, like all the all the all the different Flashes. Ah, I her name is on the top of my tongue. It's the white girl. God damn it! I forgot her name. Uh, it's like Mercury something or some shit. I forgot her name. But uh, yeah, you got all these different characters and offshoots so i don't know if this is the adam or adam smasher i think it's adam smasher uh and also you got uh dr fate who's played by pierce brosnan which when i heard that he was playing dr fate i was like he's kind of old isn't he you know <laughs> i was like i kind of wanted i kind of wanted a younger guy to play dr fate you know not uh because like i, th- I want to say pierce brosnan is 70 I want to say if he's not 70, if he's not 70, I think he's in his late 60s. If he's not 70. So, um, but, um, but, um, yeah, so like, I was, I was kind of disappointed that, kind of disappointed, kind of disappointed that they cast him as, uh, that they cast him as Dr. Fate. But I, I see him in the movie, he looks good. He looks good. I like they I like the little bit of Doctor Fate that they showed. They got uh Eldest Hodge as uh Hawkman. We got a black Hawkman, by the way. Uh you know Eldest Hodge, he was in uh The Invisible Man. He's the black guy in the Invisible Man. Uh he was in that movie. Uh, 
a lot of people want him to play Black Panther, I've heard. You know? So there was a lot of people like, Elders Hodge should play Black Panther. And I was kinda like I'm I'm cause like I'm really sick. I'm really sick of like the double dipping in like these superhero uh franchises. You're like you got one guy going to DC and then you got then they done with DC and then they go to Marvel. And then you got one guy that's in Marvel and he's done with Marvel going to DC. You know, like it's double dipping. Cause I remember back back in the day where like it was just one guy playing one character. You know, not everybody's playing everybody. <laughs> everybody's playing everybody. So you got you got you got you got that stuff going on. So like I really don't want him to play Black Panther. Like, cause like too much double dipping let's get a new guy let's get a let's give let's give a new guy an opportunity but yeah man like i said this trailer just felt like a teaser looks good they'll probably have another they'll probably have another trailer before the movie comes out because the movie comes out in october so which is a weird time for a movie like that to come out i thought i thought that movie was coming out in like uh august or something or even next year. I thought they'd put this out so they could be like, hey, 2023 in July or something like that next year. But October's a weird spot for a movie like this. But hey man, it doesn't really matter where you put movies anymore. <laughs> like if, if people want to go see them, they're gonna go see them regardless. That's how it is. But they'll probably put out another trailer. I kind of want it to stay like this because I like the fact that they didn't show us a lot. I like that. But Anyway, uh, moving on. Let's talk about uh, Obi Wan. Let's talk about what happened on Obi Wan. Uh, by far, by far, I liked Episode Three because I complained uh, about Episode One and Episode Two. How they kind of Episode One and Episode Two kind of dragged a little bit. You know, I talked about I talked about the fact that they dragged a little bit. But this episode, uh, episode three and episode four have been my favorite episodes so far. So far, they've been my favorite episodes uh, because they're not dragging. You know, they, they get there they, quick. And because I got ADHD, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I got ADHD. Don't. Don't don't bore me with all this fucking talking. I need action. I need things happening. I need moving pieces. You know, I need things going on. You know, so if I had to rank, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. If I had to rank the four episodes so far, uh, at la- last would probably be episode two. In third place would probably be episode one. This episode would probably be this episode, episode four would probably be second, and then episode three would probably be first. Cause I really enjoyed episode three. Episode three was dope to me. But episode four is up there too. Um uh, because in this episode, Obi-Wan has to save Princess Leia again. I know there's a lot of people that complained about that shit. There's a lot of people that complained about that. Oh my god, he's gotta go save her again. But I was like, Hey man, more action for me. Cause I love the action. I love the action. I love all the battles and all this stuff. I love that shit. But Ariva, Reva uh kidnapped Princess Leia again. 
You know, <laughs> she's turned into Princess Peach, you know, <laughs> more than Princess Leia. But um, but yeah, a lot of cause like a lot of like I said, a lot of people complain about this episode. They're like, oh my god, he had to go save her again. This ain't nothing but a filler episode. You only got six episodes. Why are you? Why is episode? Why is episode four a filler? But I had no problem with this at all. I really didn't. Uh, I love uh, this chick Moses Ingram, man. She is... <laughs> say what you want, man. Because I heard about. I don't think I talked. I don't think I addressed this last week where they talked. Where, where people were talking about like the racist comments that were being made by her. Not made by her, made about her. The racist comments that were being made about her, which is stupid. I don't know why people. Why, why do people do this shit? You know, it's insane. Why? It's fiction, people. It's not real. They do this with every fandom. They do this in the MCU. They do this in the DCEU. They do this in Star Wars, you know, like a lot of, I think, I I think Harry Potter, uh, Lord of the Rings was one, like there's a new Lord of the Rings show and like everybody's fucking complaining about black elves or some shit. (laughs) They're like, elves aren't black. Cause like there's a, I think there's a couple black elves in the new Lord of the Rings show. I think it's like a black guy elf and a black girl elf, and people were like losing their shit. Oh my god, there's black elves! There's no black elves in the Lord of the Rings, Lord. How the fuck do you know? How the fuck do you know? Like, Lord, in Lord of the Rings, a book? It's a book. You don't know what color these people are. Shut the fuck up. That's why I like, um, say what you want about, uh, the Power Rangers. Uh, there's there's really no racism uh in the in the in the Power Rangers uh fandom. You know, cause they have been diverse from the start. I've heard I gotta say that about the Star Trek fandom too. Star Trek has been diverse from the jump. You know, those are the two fandoms that have been diverse from the jump. Because uh, Power Rangers is just like, hey, we're going to have like, a, I know a lot of people are like, man, they made the black guy the black ranger. They made the Asian girl yellow. And uh, yeah, whatever. But they were there. They were there. Uh, Austin St. John, the guy who played their red ranger, I think he's like half Hispanic. He's like half Mexican. You know, so like there's always been he like, so like he was a Mexican leader. You know, like the, the first red ranger was Mexican. The second Red Ranger was Mexican, you know, so like, so like, so like the first two leaders of the Power Rangers were Mexican, uh, like after that you had like a Native American leader, uh, Tommy, after that you had a black leader in TJ, you know, and then after that it took like what, five, what, it took like what? Five seasons to finally get a white guy to lead a pure white guy to lead the Power Rangers. <laughs> it took five seasons to finally get a, 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 a pure white guy to lead the Power Rangers. You know, and even like these last couple of seasons, I don't think there's been there hasn't been a white leader of the Power Rangers since like maybe like 2012. Ten years. 
I think all the all the leaders, all the leaders of the Power Rangers since 2012, I want to say, they've all been men of color. Either they've been Hispanic or black or Asian. You know, like they've all been men of color. Cause like the newest, the newest guy, the newest guy, he's half black and half Asian. You know, so he's technically kind of the first Asian leader of the Power Rangers, you know, but like he's half black, you know, also. So he's like, he's, 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 he's got both of those in him. So, and like the, uh, recently there's the first black sixth Ranger. Uh, what's his name? I think his name is Tyron or something like that. I forgot his name. I don't really watch. I don't really watch the show very much anymore. I'm gonna be honest about it, but, um, but yeah, but I, I check in every nine. I check in every nine again to see if the show's any good or not. But uh, but yeah, man, got the first black sixth ranger. Uh, I forgot his name. I think his name is like Tyron or something like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're doing. He's a. I gotta say about that guy. That guy looks exactly like Zach. <laughs> like the first black ranger. I was like, is that Zach's son? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> he looks exactly like Zach. I was like, it blows my mind. I was like, this dude, this kid looks like Zach. I wonder if they, wa- I wonder if he walked in the room and that's why they cast him. It was like, wow, he looks like uh, Zach, the Black Ranger. <laughs> you know, like let's cast this kid. Uh, but um, yeah, man, he. But yeah, man, I'm like, that's a, that's a, that that has always been a diverse. That has always been a diverse uh, fandom from the jump. You know, because like even they talked about they talked to uh, Selwyn Ward, Selwyn Ward, who was the uh, first who was the first black leader of the Power Rangers. He was the leader. He was the red turbo ranger on Power Rangers Turbo had to be that season (laughs) that he was the first black leader. But it happened. I hated I hate that it was that season because that season's terrible. But um, but it happened, bro. And they talked to him. I think they talked to him at a a convention at the because like. The Power Rangers have a convention called Power Morphicon. And they they spoke with him. They interviewed him. And they asked him if he like got any racial backlash about being like the first black guy to be the Red Ranger and the leader of the Power Rangers. And he said, no. He's like, surprisingly, no. That's what he said. <laughs> he said he was waiting for it. He's like, I was waiting for it. I was counting on it, but it never came. <laughs> He was like, cause he was just like, cause he was just like, wow, they just let me lead this superhero group, this kid on this kid show as a black man and nobody, no, nobody, nobody, nobody's batting an eye. Nobody, I'm not getting any hate mail. I'm not getting any, why is that, why is that nigger a Power Ranger? Why is that nigger leading the Power Rangers or anything like that? He was like, he was like, but he's like, that never happened. Everybody was cool with it, and because like they've all they're like they're like that that I was like I that's why I I continue to defend that show because that show has always been diverse. It's like everybody's been on that show. It was like whether you're black, Asian, white, Hispanic, Samoan. There was a Samoan leader of the Power Rangers. Uh, whether you're uh, uh whether you're Arabic. Whether you're gay, gay now, you know, because there's a gay Power Ranger on the on the on the current team. Uh, the Green Ranger is gay on the current team. So, um, 
she's a she's a lesbian. So there's always been there's always been diversity on that on that show, and I applauded for that because they 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 took take these kids at a young age and get them acquainted with different races of people and different or sexual now sexual orientations of people you know because like i said there's a gay power ranger now there's a lesbian power ranger now um so i love that same thing with star trek star trek has been that from the jump you know star trek has been there from the jump because even like in like when when did star trek come out like 1966 and you had a black woman on there. You had an Asian, and you had an Asian man on there, and you had like international people on there. You know, uh, you had like all types of people on there. You know, and it's never been an issue. It's never been an issue. There was a black captain in 1995. There was a woman captain after that. You know, you had Captain Captain Benjamin Sisko, and you had uh, Captain uh, Janeway. You know, and nobody batted than eye about that shit because they got their fan base used to it. Star Wars has always had that issue because they never got their fan base used to it. You know, Lando, when did Lando come in? Lando didn't come in until like the second movie. The first movie is all white. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the first movie is all white. Lando comes in in the second movie and you think he might be a villain. Uh, and then, like, in the third movie, he helps out, blows up the Death Star with nobody wants to talk about. In Return of the Jedi, Lando Calrissian saves the galaxy. And nobody wants to talk about that shit. A black man. Like, he blew up the Death Star. But nobody wants to talk about that shit. They always want to, they, they want to talk about Luke fighting Vader and all this shit. Uh, and uh, fucking Ewoks and shit. But, uh, you know... <laughs> But yeah, man, that's the that's the problem. They never got uh anybody use in that in that fan base. They didn't get anybody used to other cultures, to other nationalities, uh in that in that uh in that fan base, especially black people, especially black people, even Asian Asian people. Cause like this, I'm like this. I, I like Star Wars, but this fan base could be bullies. They could be a bunch of bullies because they bullied John Boyega, they bullied Daisy, they bullied Daisy Ridley, they bullied Kelly Marie Tran. You know, I think even back in the day, I think even Billy D. Williams got some got some flack. I think I heard back in the day for being Lando. Uh, they bullied Ahmad Best, who played Jar Jar Binks. They bullied Jake Lloyd, uh, who played Little Anakin. They bullied Hayden Christensen. You know, <laughs> they bullied they bullied, they bullied a lot of people in the Star Wars universe. Uh Ahmad Best talked about the fact that they bullied him so much that he almost committed suicide. He was going to jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. I don't know if a lot of people know that cuz like I I saw something about him, saw something with him on YouTube. And he said that they bullied him so much and it affected him so much and it even affected his work. That he couldn't get a lot of roles after uh, Star Wars. It affected him so much that he was going to commit suicide. He was going to uh, take himself out of this earth because 
the Star Wars fan base is so goddamn mean. The Star Wars fan base is that mean that you're gonna have this man commit suicide. Jay Lloyd. Look at what y'all did to Jay Lloyd. <laughs> or look at what the, the toxic fan base did to Jay Lloyd. Like this kid ain't never been the same. He got bullied when he was a kid. He talked about he uh he has schizophrenia. You know, he's been arrested multiple times. You know, like, th- like that shit affected him. Hayden Christensen didn't act for a while. Like, he stopped acting. <laughs> Hayden Christensen, the guy that played uh, uh, adult uh, Anakin. He stopped acting for a while because the Star Wars fan base was so goddamn mean that it, it, it made him lose his confidence in acting. And now you gonna now they want to bully this girl, you know? It's it's fucking sad. She's not that bad. She's not that bad of an actress. I like I like her in this episode. I like her on this show. I like the interaction because I like the interaction in this episode particularly that she had with Leia when she was trying to get information out of Leia. <laughs> Cause I like the part. I like the part where like uh, she was like, Obi Wan is not coming. Obi Wan is dead. And Leia was like, I gotta ask my father first or something like that. Or some shit like that. <laughs> and and uh Rava Rava had this like had this she just she was like nice try. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> and she was like, I hope you she said, I hope you like pain. We're gonna make those tears real. <laughs> like I like that part. That part was that part was funny to me. Um and She's just a fucking mega bitch. She's a mega bitch on this show, man. I love it. I love it. Uh, but yeah, the rest of the show, I thought the rest of the episode was good. I know, like some of it didn't make sense because you got that girl. What's that girl's name? Her name is Taya Talia, whatever the fuck her name is. The 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 uh the the chick that's like a double agent or some shit like that. Her name because. She snuck. Uh, she snuck Obi Wan on the ship on the imp- on the uh, on the uh, rep on not on the rebel ship on uh, uh the the space crab that the Empire is on. She she snuck them in. She snuck him in so he could go save Leia. And and she, she's got her uniform on, and then like she's in places that she's not supposed to be. Uh, there's a part where she's like, stand, she's sitting next to another imperial uh guard or imperial soldier, and she's talking like hella loud to like Obi Wan on a on a on a com, to even like the point where the guy turned around like, who the fuck she talking to for a little bit? Eh? <laughs> it was like there was a little bit of plot hole. I'm not gonna lie, there was a little bit plot plot hole. Um, but. I enjoyed the episode. I, I especially enjoyed watching the stormtroopers get the shit kicked out of them. I enjoyed that shit. I enjoyed watching the stormtroopers get the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> that shit was funny. That was funny. Uh, cause like I'm like, dude, I'm like, they might as well just be the fucking putty patrol at this time. <laughs> you know, at this point, at this point, cause they get their asses kicked so easily. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so goddamn easily it's so easy to beat up a stormtrooper and shoot a stormtrooper because they got armor on 
that's the point. That's the thing that always trips me the fuck out in every goddamn Star Wars movie or Star Wars show, whatever the stormtroopers are in. They get shot, but they got fucking armor on. And they get shot and it leaves a hole in their goddamn chest. I'm like, what's the point of the fucking armor if it's not gonna protect you? <laughs> what's the point of the fucking armor if it's not gonna protect you? There's no point to it if it's not gonna protect you from fucking bullets. It's like a cop having a bulletproof vest on and still getting shot and he dies. You know, <laughs> just like that shit. It's like you having Kevlar on and you get shot and you still die. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Doesn't make any sense. But yeah, man. Shit's fucking funny to me. Shit's funny to me. But I enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed this episode. Vader came up in there. Vader was in this episode. And when you saw him, you were like, oh shit. Uh he walked up in there like a pimp. Asking for his money and shit. But um just hilarious, man. Fucking that was hilarious. I ain't gonna lie. That was funny. When he walked up in there and then he fucking start choking Raver. And he's like, I told you to you pretty much like I told you to kill these motherfuckers and they ain't dead. What the fuck? Uh but Yeah man. And then like she put a fucking she put a fucking tracer in Layla's in Layla's um fucking little robot droid, little droid. And we'll see where that goes from there. Episode five is uh this Wednesday. We'll find out what happens. After that, uh moving on. Enough of the Star Wars talk. Let's talk about Ms. Marvel. I watched Ms. Marvel this past week. Uh, episode one. Watched episode one. Uh, this has been the, this has been my problem with. I'm not even really going to talk about the episode too much. Uh, this has been my but this has been my problem with MCU. Uh property not not property but mcu uh disney plus shows the disney plus shows this has been my problem with the disney plus shows they've been just okay so far you know just okay and this is like from this episode i haven't watched the whole watch the whole show this shit could shit could turn around i'm not gonna judge it i'm not gonna judge the whole show but episode one was just okay. You know, I enjoy the actress that plays Ms. Marvel. Her name is uh, Iman Villani. Iman Villani, very good at Ms. Marvel. She's great. She's adorable. You know, she's an adorable girl. Uh, I enjoy. I enjoyed her parents. I enjoyed that they didn't. I enjoyed that they didn't whitewash a uh, Muslim culture. They actually let Muslim culture be Muslim culture. I enjoyed that. But the show so far is just okay. The first episode didn't make me go, wow, wow. It didn't make me go like that. Because uh, a lot of these shows have been just okay. And I'm getting sick and tired of just okay. Because WandaVision was great. Falcon and the Winter Soldier amazing i enjoyed those two shows but since then all the shows have just been okay you i liked what if what if was good i liked what if loki didn't care for it 
Didn't care for Loki. I'm not that big of a Loki fan anyway. But I know it's connecting the shit. You know, because Kang the Conqueror and all this shit. I know it's connecting to that. But the show as a whole was just okay. Uh, Hawkeye. Just okay. Moon Knight. Just okay. You didn't even get a lot of Moon Knight in the show. It was just okay. And the first episode and now the first episode of Ms. Marvel. Just okay. I'm getting tired of just okay. Okay, I'm getting tired of just okay. Makes me makes me a little weary for She-Hulk. I hope She-Hulk is good. She-Hulk better be She-Hulk better be the shit. You know, She-Hulk better be the shit, man. You know, and I know, cause like I know that Miss Marvel is tying into something. Miss Marvel's tying into Captain Marvel too. But for this episode to start, cause she doesn't get her powers until like towards the end of the episode. Cause the rest of it is just like her teenage life. You know, she trying to she trying to go to this like this convention. Like the Avengers have an event, have a have a have a have a convention called AvengerCon. She's trying to she's trying to go to that, you know. But it's just like the episode is just okay. And like I said, I'm getting tired of just okay with 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 uh with these shows. Uh, I don't want them to be real dark and gritty. Like uh the, the 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 Netflix shows, I don't, I don't really care about that. Daredevil was the shit though. I love Daredevil and I like Luke Cage. Uh, and the Punisher was okay, but that was a couple because like there was a couple of those shows that like Jessica Jones is just okay. Iron Fist is terrible, <laughs> you know. Like like I said, the Punisher to me was just okay. You know. I like John Berthal as the Punisher, but it was alright. Uh, but I'm just getting tired. I'm getting tired of just alright. Uh, like I said, I went back and watched uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I was like, it's alright. You know, I hope that's not Phase. I know if that's not Phase Four. Phase Four's motto, it's just alright. You know, <laughs> I hope that's not the motto for Phase Four. Because so far we had Black Widow, which was eh, you know, it was not my cup of tea. I didn't really care for it. Uh, then we had Shang Chi. I like Shang Chi. Um, and then we had um, what we have after that? The Eternals. We had the Eternals. Just all right. It's okay. Um, I liked it, but it's just okay. Spider-Man No Way Home is No Way Home was uh great. I enjoyed that movie. And then you had uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Just okay. It's alright. You know, then live up to my expectations. It's alright. And then like you got these shows. The shows are just alright so far. After Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Just alright. You know, I think they need more episodes too, man. I think like the six episode format's not working for them. They need to go back to like the 9, 10 episode format so we can get more time with these characters. Especially when you're introducing new characters. Because like nobody knows who Moon Knight is. 
Nobody knows who Moon Knight is mainstream wise. Nobody knows who he is. This character needed like nine, ten episodes so you can establish who he is, so he could be do more Moon Knight shit. Cause that's was that was with mission missing from that show with more Moon Knight shit. Um, Miss Marvel needs more than six episodes to establish herself. She needs like nine, ten episodes to establish herself. Cause you got three, cause you got like three characters back to back that you're introducing. You're introducing Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and in August you're introducing She Hulk. They need more time. Need more time with these characters um, to, 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 to figure out who they are. But um, I'm actually reading right. I'm actually reading some stuff right now. Actually, She-Hulk has nine episodes. Good. Thank God. You know, <laughs> She-Hulk has nine episodes. And, like the show's not ending till October. It's got, starting in August and is ending in October. So we're going to have a lot more. We're going to have a lot more time with She-Hulk. Good. Great. Uh, Moon Knight, and I'm getting the feeling that Ms. Marvel, Ms. Marvel is going to need that time. Like, they need, they need a nine episodes. Six episodes, six episodes is not enough when you're introducing new characters. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, cool. I'm cool with that. Loki, cool. Hawkeye, cool. Uh, Wanda and Vision, cool. Because we know those characters. Those characters have been around. For, for, for years now we know we are we're established those characters we know those characters we can go watch them do other shit now but to establish new characters like moon knight and miss marvel and she hulk you need more than that because we're not we're not gonna get to know these characters in six episodes i'm sorry but yeah so far the show is just okay i'm gonna see where it goes from here i'll check out check out more of it um, I'll be right back with uh, my review of Toy Story right after these messages. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Toy Story from 1995. This is the movie we're going to be talking about today in uh, preparation for Lightyear, which is coming out uh, this week, actually. So, wanted to get uh, Toy Story out of the way before we before we uh, get into Lightyear, which is coming out this Friday. So, uh, let's get into the let's get into the technical first. By the way, um, by the way, I don't even know why I said that, but anyway, uh, <laughs> let's get into the technical. Uh, this movie was uh, directed by John Lasseter. Uh, the screenplay was written by, get this, Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon had a hand in writing the Toy Story screenplay, along with Andrew Staten, Joe Cohen, not that Joe Cohen, uh, another Joe Cohen, and Alec Sokolo. That's his name, Alec Sokolo. Uh, the movie had a budget of uh, $30 million and it brought in $363 million at the box office. Huge success. This movie is actually one of the, the rare movies that has a perfect score on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a perfect 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think my whole time... <laughs> don't quote me on this, but I think my whole time doing this podcast, I've never reviewed a movie 
that had a perfect 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think I have. I don't think I don't think I've done it. This is like probably the first. This is one of my first times reviewing reviewing a movie that has a perfect Rotten Tomato score. Uh, let's talk about casting. Uh, before Tom Hanks secured the role of a uh, Woody, many other actors were considered for the role of Woody, including uh, Paul Newman, Robin Williams, and Clint Eastwood. Those are three that popped up. It was the same for Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear actually had a lot more contenders than Woody. Uh, before Tim Allen got the role, uh, Billy Crystal, Bill Murray, Jim Carrey, Kevin Costner, Kurt Russell, Adam Sandler. was. This is like the one that, uh, it's kind of like the outlier for me, especially in 95. Uh Adam Sandler is not in 1995. wasn't Isn't the Adam Sandler that we see today? You know, like very, very, very established. Very like Adam Sandler was still on like SNL at the time. I think he was just, he was just starting a movie career because I want to say that Billy Madison came out this year. His uh, which is like his first movie, his first starring role, Billy Madison. So like it's kind of weird seeing him on his list, but uh, Adam Sandler. Michael Keaton and John Travolta uh, were uh, all considered for the role. Those are like all the guys that were considered for Buzz Lightyear. There was there was a couple more, but I I just didn't want to run through all those names. So I think like Matthew Broderick was another one too. After he just came off doing The Lion King, uh, I think he was like another one that was uh, considered for the role also. But like in like Mike, I think like Michael J. Fox, you know, like a, a bunch of other guys were considered for the role too. But I don't want to run off all those goddamn names. That's a lot. Uh, let's get into how I saw this movie as a kid. Uh, I actually remember my grandma, my grandmother uh, taking me to go see this movie. Come uh, to think of it, come to think about it, like I think I saw most of the Pixar movies with her. I want to say I saw uh, Toy Story through Finding Nemo with her. I want to say, I want to, I want to say I saw all those movies with her, and because like she was, a, she was, a, she was a big Pixar fan. Because like that was like that was kind of like our thing. That was like our thing. We go and see Pixar movies. Uh, cause, I, cause I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say we saw Toy Story, we saw Toy Story 2, we saw Monsters, Inc. Uh, I don't think we saw Bugs Life. I think Bugs Life is the one we missed. We didn't see, cause I didn't see Bugs Life until, uh, I saw it at home. That's when I saw Bugs Life. I didn't see it until I got home, until I was at home. Um, but, like, we saw Toy Story, Toy Story 2, saw Monsters, Inc. We saw, um... God dang it, what was the other one I said? <laughs> uh, Finding Nemo. And we saw Finding Nemo. Uh, and then I think it stopped like that because I just grew up and I got too old for these type of movies. Uh, you know, <laughs> I just got too old for this type of movies. I saw Incredibles. I saw Incredibles uh, at the movie theater uh, on like, I think like Christmas Day or something like that. Not Christmas Day. No, I didn't see that movie on Christmas Day, but I did see Incredibles in the theater. That's like my favorite Pixar movie. I love the Incredibles. The first Incredibles movie, that's my that's my that's my favorite. Uh I saw that one. I think I saw that one by myself. I saw that one by myself. Um 
but yeah, like like that was kind of like like that was my me and my grandmother's thing. We were, like go and see Pixar movies until like I grew out of it. You know, like, <laughs> and I think she understood too. She was like, "You're," because like when I got like because like Finding Nemo was when I was like graduating high school. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Finding Nemo came out when I was like graduating high school. So that was like the last, that was like the last Pixar movie me and my grandma saw was uh, Finding Nemo together. And then like I grew up and went away, you know, pretty much, you know, (laughs) and that was, that was kind of, that was kind of it. But yeah, man. So like she she was a huge Pixar fan. She was a huge Pixar fan. I still don't know if she saw The Incredibles, you know, I will never know because she's no longer with us. So like, so yeah. I don't know if she, I don't know if she saw that one, sadly, like I said, sadly, I'll never know, but, um, yeah, but I do remember, but I do remember not being all that interested in seeing this movie, I do remember that, um, I used to see the commercials on TV, and they, they really didn't grab me, they really didn't grab me, I was like, oh, yeah, that's that weird movie, uh, you know, that's not like, cause like, t- t- cause like the animation was, the animation was strange to me. So I was like, this ain't like a, this ain't a cartoon. Why well, I look real? I was, that was my thing. Cause I was like only nine. I was like nine years old when this movie came out. And I was looking at it cause I was looking at it and I was like, why the, why the, why the, why it look real? You know, <laughs> I ain't never saw no stuff like that. Cause I grew up on like claymation. I've seen claymation. You had Gumby. You know, you had the California Raisins and, uh, uh, what's the other one? The, uh, Mr. Bill. You know, oh no, you know, Mr. Bill. I'm, 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 I'm dating myself, you know, like I'm showing my age. But, um, but, uh, and Mr. Bill's even older than me. But, uh, oh no, and all this stuff. He used to do that, but, uh, you know, girl, her up on that shit. I've seen Claymation before, you know, stop motion, you know, all the, all the, all the, all the uh, Ray Harryhausen stuff, you know, like he did like Clash of the Titans, and um, what's the other one? He did another one. God dang it, I forgot the name of it. But Clash of the Titans is the one. He did Jason and the Argonauts, I think. He did Jason and the Argonauts. He did uh, King Kong, you know, all that stuff. You know, I grew up on all that stuff. But this right here, this look weird to me. This look foreign to me. I was like, what the fuck is this? You know? And so it didn't really, uh, it didn't really grab my attention until, uh, I ended up seeing the movie. And now, like, Toy Story is like one of my favorite franchises of all time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's one of my favorite franchises of all time. It's up there with, like, Lethal Weapon for me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> As just like this, I'm gonna get through all the Lethal Weapons soon don't worry about that <laughs> i might change my mind on that as I, as I as i as i watch all the lethal weapons but like toy story the toy story franchise is up there with all the like the like the lethal weapon franchise to me it was like it's just perfect you know and also they had like movies that i think that i think they didn't need because like toy story had toy story 4 lethal weapon had lethal weapon 4 and both those movies, I think they didn't need, but both those movies actually worked out to be good, you know. So, <laughs> which was strange, cause like both those movies I didn't want. Cause I was like Lethal Weapon, cause I remember growing up, I was like Lethal Weapon's a perfect trilogy. Don't fuck it up. 
and I did the same thing with Toy Story. Cause I was like, Toy Story is a perfect trilogy. Don't fuck it up. And they did both of them did a fourth movie, and both fourth movies are really good. I mean, they're not as good as the rest of them in the trilogy, but they're not bad. You know, they're not things. They're not things that you're like, man, this fucking sucks. See, I told you they shouldn't have did a fourth movie, but both of them worked out. I like both movies. Uh, but yeah, it's like one of my favorite franchises. One of my favorite franchises. Like, out of all franchises, I think those are my, like I said, those are my two favorite franchises. <laughs> uh, 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 when it comes to a quadrilogy, those, they both stuck the landing, man. Uh, Toy Story and Lethal Weapon. <laughs> two of the, two of the most opposite movies. <laughs> you know what like, <laughs> Two of the most opposite movies, but two of my favorites. Uh, but let's get into the movie. I like how the uh, movie starts off with uh, Andy playing with his toys and like using his uh, using his imagination because like it like it 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 really took me back. It rem- so reminds me of how I used to play with my toys as a kid. Cause like I was a big I was a big action figure kid growing up. You know, like I had all the I had all the action figures, you know, and like my dad, uh, my dad actually worked at a toy store and he used to like he used to get like all the cool action figures like half off. And like I would have like action figures that like of toy lines that like nobody really fucking played with. Like I had like Toxic Crusaders, you know, I had like you know, if, if anybody is old enough to remember this, you remember like Bucky O'Hare, you know, like Bucky O'Hare. I had Bucky O'Hare action figures. I had Ronin Warrior action figures. If you remember Ronin Warriors, um, had uh, 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 biker mice from Mars action figures. I had Stone Protectors. Remember the Stone Protectors? Remember they were trying to do the trolls, but they made up like buff ass trolls. They were like trolls on steroids, <laughs> and they had weapons and shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they were like buff ass superhero trolls. <laughs> they had that. I had stone protectors. You know, like I had that shit. And like X Men toys. I had like everything other than like the pop, most popular. Because like the most popular toy line at the time was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was the most popular toy line. Might be the most. Might be the most popular toy line of all fucking time. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But uh, cause they sold. So many Ninja Turtle toys, you know. <laughs> so many Ninja Turtle toys. It might be the most popular toy line of all fucking time, uh, before and since. Uh, cause you can make a you can make a run for He-Man. You can make a run for Transformers. You know, those two might be a little bit under Thundercats too. You can make a run for Thundercats, but um. Cause like those three things, GI Joe. I forgot about GI Joe. GI Joe. Cause like those, all those things stood the test of time. Like nobody's talking about tiger sharks, okay? <laughs> nobody's talking about tiger sharks. Nobody's talking about like Bionic Six. You know, nobody's talking about mask. Uh, um, nobody's talking. What's the other one with the cops? Cops. You remember cops? Nobody's talking about cops. You know, so, you know. <laughs> Nobody's talking about nobody talking about like silver hawks and shit like that. Uh, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, probably the most 
iconic toy line. But like, I had all the other stuff. I had all the other stuff that nobody wanted to fucking play with too. So like, I, I had those action figures too because my dad worked at the toy store. So um, let's talk about this. Let's talk. Can I talk about how this movie came out in 1995 and the animation like still looks decent? You know, because this is the very first CGI animated movie in theaters. Like this movie practically changed the animation industry it changed it it like i also like i also like how this movie like changed the industry but also kept up with the times that's a that that because that's important that's an important thing because we get a lot of things that change the industry but they get but they also get left on the wayside by the wayside not toy story this franchise just got better and better with each installment you know each installment just raised the stakes. It's better, better, and better, and better. You know, so it's like, so like, I, I'm glad that they they they, they continued they continued to keep up with the times. Uh, two things, two things I like about the the character establishment in this movie. Uh, first off, I like that Andy is not just some faceless kid. You know. Uh, he has a personality and he has presence because they could have done the they could have they could have had Muppet ba- Muppet Baby syndrome. Remember Muppet Babies? <laughs> it, it, I'm really dating myself, aren't I? <laughs> Remember Muppet Babies when um because like the Muppet Babies had a nanny who they called Nanny, you know, like and all you saw was her feet because this could have been this could have been uh, a Muppet Babies. This could have been a Charlie Brown thing where like you don't see adults. And all you hear is womp 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 You know, it could have been that. But they didn't do that with him. You saw his face. He has a personality. You know what his kid is. You know his family is. You know, you know he has a single mother. You know he has a sister. You know, and like nobody, nobody in this movie is like faceless. Because the humans, all the humans could have been faceless. All the humans could have been faceless. They couldn't, they, they could have just been bodies like headless bodies just walking around we don't know what the fuck they are <laughs> but they gave these they gave these characters personality and i love that um the, the human characters they gave them personality secondly i like that uh they didn't go the typical disney route with this movie uh because like in any other disney movie they would have just had some magic dust sprinkle on the toys and the toys come to life and some magic shit you know like any other disney movie but i like that these toys are sentient beings that have their own world you know i like that they have their own world they have their own problems they have their own lives lives as sentient toys you know (laughs) i like that um woody is the lead toy played by uh tom hanks uh woody is very much the hnic of the toys and for my Caucasian listeners, HNIC means head nigger in charge. So uh, I can say it, I'm black. So uh, so don't come at me. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, and mainly he's that because like he's Andy's favorite toy. Andy loves Andy loves Woody. He loves playing with Woody all the time. He's like the favorite. He's like the favorite of all of his toys. But it's also Andy's birthday as we as we go along in this movie and the toys are afraid of being replaced they're they're afraid of being not played with and uh andy does get a new toy named buzz lightyear 
played by Tim Allen. Uh, but uh, but the thing about T- Buzz is Buzz thinks he's a real person and not a toy, which I I st- I still don't know if Buzz Lightyear is based off of somebody real in that universe. You know, because we got Lightyear coming out. We got Lightyear coming out this week, this weekend as I'm recording this, uh, as I'm recording this. So like, hopefully the new movie Lightyear, like will clear up all this confusion about whether Buzz Lightyear is a real person or if he is, uh, like fiction. Because I remember back in the day, um, back in like the late nineties, I think it was like 97, 98, maybe even 99, uh, this kind of like when I stopped watching fucking cartoons. I wasn't really watching cartoons. I was like growing out of cartoons because I was growing up. Because like in '98, I was like becoming a teenager. So, uh, so like I was really growing out of cartoons. But, um, but I rem- I vaguely remember there was a cartoon about Buzz Lightyear, like what Buzz Lightyear was doing <laughs> when he wasn't a toy. Like, uh, it's called, I think it's called Buzz Lightyear in Space Command or some shit like that. It was like a, it was like a blip. It was like a blink and you miss it. I think the show only lasted like one season. Uh, or maybe that's what, that's the only season I saw. Cause like I said, at the time growing out of cartoons. So, uh, um, so I remember, I remember that show and I was kind of like, and looking at this movie, looking at this new movie Lightyear, I was like. You know, cause like it's not it's not correlating to me, but I'm gonna go, like I'm gonna check out the movie, see what it's about. But um, but yeah, but I remember that I remember that show. I remember Buzz Light. I think it was called Buzz Lightyear in Space Command. Uh, and like he had like a crew with him, and like they would like they would fight. Uh, they would fight different. Uh, aliens and like go on space missions and stuff. But I only I only vaguely saw like a couple episodes of it at the time. I wasn't really into it, you know. But yeah, like so I hope I hope they clear that shit up. I hope they clear clear up uh, if Buzz Lightyear is based off of a real person or he's just a goddamn or he's just a TV show. You know, I hope they clear that up. Uh, but this was this was funny to me. This was funny to me because Buzz Lightyear uh, gets there. He gets him. He gets there to the other toys, and automatically, like the other toys are like on his dick. You know, <laughs> like they dick riding like a motherfucker, and like Woody just starts feeling inadequate. You know, he starts feeling inadequate, and like the other toys just kind they kind of alienate him. You know, which was kind of mean. You know. <laughs> It's like they ain't fuck, no, like they ain't fucking with Woody no more. They're like it's all about Buzz. And when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I was like, what? No, no actually, when I was a kid, I used to, I used to hate Woody. You know, like because like it's easy, to, it's easy to see why Woody, uh, like started hating on Buzz because like it, all the rest of the toys turned their back on him. They's like, out of nowhere, and. But when I was a kid, I was Team Buzz. You know, I was Team Buzz mainly because he looked cool to me. I was like, yo, fucking spaceman. I'm fucking nine years old, a spaceman. Of course that's fucking cool to me. You know what? <laughs> that's cool to me. But now as an adult, I'm on Woody's side. 
you know, like some, like, cause like some dude, some new dude just comes out of nowhere and just takes your friends. And like, most importantly, he took Woody's rank because honestly, honestly, that's the most important thing to Woody is power and control. Power and control is the most important thing to Woody. Cause like, I'm very, I'm very surprised that they didn't end up turning him into a villain. Very surprised because any other Disney film, Woody would have been a villain. But I like how they uh, realistically make this make this conflict. You know, like they 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 make this conflict realistic. They 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 make you just say, "Hey, man, people are people, or toys." In this case, toys are toys, <laughs> or whatever. Um, also, like another thing I like. I also like how they show how fickle kids are. You know, <laughs> kids are very fickle. Uh, like Andy, they show like Andy transitioning from liking Woody to liking Buzz with like the whole room change, like a whole montage of like his room changing. Uh, all of a sudden, like Andy goes from having like Woody posters on the wall to having like Buzz Lightyear posters on the wall, and he has like Buzz Lightyear bed sheets and shit. And like, and we've all done this. We've all done this as kids. We're like, we're like a super fanatic. For something and then uh something else comes along and then like we like that now because i know i did it i like i went from liking the ninja turtles to liking the power rangers in like a blink of an eye <laughs> you know <laughs> you know like and i see the same th- i see the same thing with my kid i see the same thing with my kid like my daughter went from liking pj masks and like paw patrol to like now she's like obsessed with like lol dolls you know like she's obsessed with that like kids are fickle very fickle so, like, but um, another thing I want to talk about. Can we talk about uh, Randy Newman's songs? <laughs> Randy Newman's jarring ass fucking songs. <laughs> All his songs are very literal. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like they sat him in a room and they put the movie on for him. And they were like, hey, man, uh, come up for a song for this. You know, like he just came up with a song like on the spot. You know, because every song was literal. Every song was about the scene that we were looking at. You know, <laughs> it was like, like talking about like Woody being replaced. He was like, "Oh, strange things are happening. I'm getting replaced." And then he was just like, and then he made a song about Buzz trying to fly. I know I could fly. I know I could fly. You like, just. <laughs> It is making all these songs. But like, but Randy Newman's always been like a weird dude to me. <laughs> you know, like, because you gotta remember, like, this this is the guy that made a song about making fun of little people. You know, go look it up. Go look it up. If you wanna look it up, go look it up. Uh it's called Short People. And like he's making fun of little people. Kind of saying that they don't they don't need to live. It was like it was weird. It's a weird. It's a weird song. Go look it up. Randy Newton. Randy Newman's uh, "Short People." Um, this is one plot point that never made sense to me, and I just thought about it. I actually just thought about it. Um, if Buzz thinks he's a real person, why does why does why does he freeze like the other toys when Andy comes into the room? It's like something that I just thought about. Until I didn't think about this shit. I didn't think about this stuff until now. Because if he thinks he's real, 
shouldn't he just be walking around the house like everybody else? You know, <laughs> shouldn't he just be shouldn't he just be walking around the house? You know, like he thinks he's a real guy. He thinks he's a real person. Why is he? Why is he freeze when when Andy comes in the room? You know, like he he's not. You think you're real? You think you a dude? You think you're a real dude? Why are you? Why are you acting like a toy if you think you're real? But anyway, uh, it's just something. It was just something that came to mind. Came to my mind. Cause like that 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 I didn't think I never thought about that as a kid. Never thought about that as a kid. But now watching the movie again, I was like, why is he freezing? Uh, whenever Andy comes in the room, or whenever Andy, cause like this is even a scene where like Andy's like sleeping with him, and like he's a toy. He's like mm, he's a toy, and. I don't understand that. I just don't understand that shit. But like, it was just something I didn't think about until now. Uh, Woody tries to murder Buzz. <laughs> he's like, he, he just got, he just got sick of Buzz's shit. He's just sick of Buzz in general, and like, he just tries to fucking kill him. And uh, <laughs> and the funny, the funniest thing about this scene is something that a lot of people probably didn't notice. Cause I didn't catch on to it until now either. Like when Buzz gets knocked out of the window, when Buzz gets knocked out of the window, he lets out a Wilhelm scream. Uh, uh, if anybody doesn't know what a Wilhelm scream is, a Wilhelm scream is like a just a public domain scream. If you ever heard, ah! if you ever heard that, sorry for people listening with earphones. <laughs> I apologize. Um, if you ever if you ever heard that, that's a Wilhelm scream. If you ever hear, ah! I did it again. Uh, you know, like th- he did that. It's the funniest thing because, like, I had I actually had to rewind that scene a couple of times because it's so funny. Because <laughs> you know? he just lets out the scream. I don't even know if Tim Allen did that. I don't even know if Tim Allen did that. Or if they just used like a like I say like a public domain scream, <laughs> like the Wilhelm scream, uh, just to just to just to get that point across. You know. <laughs> it's funny. I thought it was funny. Probably nobody else uh recognized it, but I thought it was funny. Um can we talk about Sid? Let's talk about Sid, the, the, the neighbor across the street, the kid across the street. He's a sick little fucker. <laughs> oh my god. My god is he sick. I'm very surprised. Very surprised he didn't become a mass shooter. You know, very surprised he didn't come become a mass shooter because he has all the symptoms of a mass shooter. He likes to mutilate toys. He likes to play with explosives. He bullies his little sister. He's a latchkey kid. Doesn't look like anybody's paying attention to him. You know, and he's a he's a he's a white boy. You know, <laughs> and he's white. You know, he's a white. He's a he's a he's a white boy. You know. So, like, he has all the symptoms of being a mass shooter. I don't know how this kid escaped the prison system. You know, it's beyond me. But maybe he didn't. Maybe because we don't know. Because we don't see him anymore after this movie. There's speculation in Toy Story 3 that the garbage guy, the guy they picked up the garbage at the beginning of Toy Story 3 is Sid. You know, it's speculation about that, but because like I think they're wearing the same shirt. They're both wearing a shirt with a skull on it. But I don't know if that's Sid. 
I don't know. That could just be some other dude in a skull shirt. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people are saying that that's it. That's a speculation. That's the Toy Story fan base speculation that the guy picking up the garbage at the beginning of Toy Story 3 is Sid. But y'all could go with that. I don't know. I think that motherfucker selling meth or whatever the fuck. You know? <laughs> that motherfucker said that, that motherfucker selling like fentanyl or some shit. You know what? <laughs> He's like, I got that good shit. I got that good shit to make you high, bro. You know, like you gonna be high in a mug, man. But um, I think he, I think he that dude. Um, another thing I like, I like the Buzz Lightyear commercial because it reminded me of like every action figure commercial as a kid in the nineties. <laughs> that's every that's every action figure commercial. Like, he was like Buzz Lightyear, and he was like, he's got missiles and he has lasers and he has wings the wings make it fly and he glows in the dark and he has karate chop action i, I remember that part as a kid that's the part that stood out he's like karate chop he had karate chop action <laughs> and he showed him karate chopping some pencils and shit <laughs> that was that was fucking hilarious to me um and like this is also how buzz finds out that he's he's just a toy this is how he finds out he's just a toy and he just and he starts having like this like existential crisis. You know, there's just something that makes me want to see Lightyear even more because he finds out he's a toy. I want to see uh like I said, I just want to see how this all this shit comes together. That's curiosity is why I want to watch why I want to see Lightyear. Curiosity. You know, <laughs> curiosity is the only reason I want to watch. I don't want to see Lightyear because I like. I want to see how they pull all this shit together. Cause like, is he a real dude? Is this a show? What's going on here? You know. What I, mean? I want to know when is this set? Is this set in the future? Is this set in a, a distant planet? What is this? You know. Um. Also, I noticed in this movie there's a Home Improvements tie-in. Remember the sitcom Home Improvement. Um. Blanking, blanking, you'll miss it. Like this is a blanking, you miss it thing. But like, there's a bin for toolbox in a scene where like uh, Woody's like trapped under a toolbox. He's trapped under a under a Benford toolbox, and uh, Benford Tools was uh, Tim Taylor's uh, show Tool Times sponsor. If you uh, if you remember that. You wanna know what time it is? Tool time. Yeah, I had to throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I used to like I used to like Home Improvement as a kid. Um, but yeah, I, I caught that. I just caught that. Like what? Twenty seven years later. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's a different toolbox. That's from Home Improvement. I was like, <laughs> it was funny. But like I gotta say this though. Woody, Woody is a great leader. You know, Woody is a great leader. Like, I understand why he was a little butthurt about Buzz stealing his spotlight. Because, like, what he does here, like, he leads a revolt against Sid. And, like, he's a great tactician. You know, like, he's planning shit. And he's just like, hey, you're going to go here. And you're going to do this. And blah, blah, blah. Great. He's a great fucking leader. Buzz is not that. Buzz is not a great leader. Every time... Buzz does every time Buzz, cause Buzz is Buzz is so headstrong. You know that's that's Buzz's problem. Buzz has always been headstrong. He's like, hey, we're gonna, cause he's always like, we're gonna do it my way or the highway or some shit like that. That's 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 what he is. 
But yeah, Woody's a great leader. Uh, Sid is also the only person that knows that the toys are alive because like they they, they stage a revolt and they reveal themselves to be alive. So he's the only one that knows that toys are alive. Uh, that probably set him straight. You know, I don't know. Maybe he saw, he saw the toys and he was like, oh shit, I gotta get my shit together. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> this motherfucker probably like owns like a Fortune 500 company in that universe or some shit. I don't know. But, <laughs> but yeah, man. But overall, I still enjoy this movie, man. This movie was so much fun and funny. Very funny. Still funny. I'm amazed at how well this movie held up all these years. And I think. It's because of the comedy. The comedy is so smart for a movie for kids that, like, and that that that's always been the thing that has made this this, this franchise thrive all these years is just smart comedy. Like, it's something that, like, the animation could pull kids in, and like the characters and all the cutesy stuff could pull kids in, but the comedy, the comedy is what keeps adults uh going. You know, because like the first, because like you understand, like the first Toy Story came out when I was nine, and the last Toy Story came out when I was like what thirty five, <laughs> thirty four. I want to say like it came out like I think I was in my early thirties, and I saw the I saw the first one when I was nine. Like that's how long this franchise has been around. It's crazy. But yeah, man, I still enjoy this movie. This movie still holds a special place in my heart, man. I had uh, You Got a Friend in Me stuck in my head. You know, still to this day, I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> you Got a Friend in Me is stuck in my head. Uh, but yeah, man, I love this movie. I love this movie. Uh, I, give it a, I give it a five out of five. Join me next time. When I, I can't wait to talk about this one. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this one. Next week, we're gonna finish this trilogy off. Speaking of trilogies, we're gonna finish this trilogy off. <sighs> Next week, I'm going to be talking about 1993's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Until next time, peace.